0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E ecom com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. Have you ever thought about what your talents are? What are the things that you are really good at that come so naturally to you? What are things that your friends and family compliment on you? You know, you might have that gift of gab or you might create these wonderful masterpieces. And to those that aren't able to do it, we marvel at your ability to do that. And you might just shrug it off and say, I don't know, it just comes easy to me. My special guest today is someone who is going to help us demystify what it means to own our talents. And perhaps more importantly, to recognize what those talents are. My guest today is Wendy Hofford. She is the president of WH Strategic Drive, Incorporated. She looks after facilitation, training, and consulting, specializes in Clifton strengths. Wendy will share with us what those are. She also is an expert in leadership, human resources, and human behaviors in the workplace. She's a professional speaker, a trainer and facilitator, a member of the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers, a certified speaker and trainer with John Maxwell Leadership, and the Gallup Strengths Organization. She also holds a diploma as an adult educator. Having extensive experience as an HR director and director of operations, Wendy works with organizational leaders from the front line. To senior management, as a people management professional, Wendy is also the author of the book "Rip Off the Band Aid." Have that tough conversation. Help me welcome Wendy. Hi, Wendy.
1: Hello.
0: Thanks for being here. here.
1: Thank you. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) I know. You know, Wendy and I uh, actually, because Wendy is the is the certified. I guess would you call it trainer facilitator? Of Clinton. call strength. me any of those things. Okay, all yeah, of the above. Yeah. Coach,
1: executive <laughs>
0: coach. coach yeah. yeah, I understand a little bit about what Clifton Strengths is, but help me exp- or, or explain to us and tell our listeners what exactly is Clifton Strengths.
1: Clifton Strengths is an online assessment that you do. It's owned by the Gallup organization. Basically, what it does is it helps identify the talents or strengths that you're naturally gifted at. So you do the online assessment. Takes about 45 minutes, 177 questions, and it just, you know, and then what it does is it gives you a report that ranks out of 34 different talents, where your strong ones are to your lesser ones, one to 34. But the key in it is it really helps you understand how you're wired because these talents filter how you see the world. It's your common sense. That's why there's no such thing as common sense, because we're all different. And in fact, as I was sharing with you earlier, when you get the report, you get your top five. We call them your signature themes. So your top five talents and the way they fall, it's one in 33 million. That's like you. So that tells you that everyone is unique. And so we all see the world differently and we all shine in different ways. So once you understand that, that helps you navigate your life a little bit more.
0: That's interesting. Um, so I think about being unique, you know, the one in 33 million, you know, our thumbprint, you know, like our, or think about snowflakes, for instance, you know, not one is is the same as the other. And so it's interesting because we like to think that we're the same. So, for instance, you and I, for instance, some of our top five strengths are the same, except they're in a different order, which makes sense because, of course, then we are unique.
1: That's right. And so what's interesting about it, too, is the fact that it's one in three or three million. So you and I share some of the same talent. However, the talents that are around them are different. Our experience in life are different. Mm-hmm. So even though we may share the same talent, such as communication, you and I are both talking right now, but the mm-hmm. fact is, is, there's more to it than that. So digging into it to understand how you use your talent is different than how I may use my talent, mm-hmm. right? And so how you see the world and the experiences you've gone through shapes you. So what I love about this tool, and it is a tool, is the fact that when you do the online assessment, you get a report. It's personalized you. Mm -hmm. Because if it's one in 33 million, it's going to be personalized. Yeah. Right. So the fact is that's unique to you. Then working with someone such as myself that I'm trained and certified through Gallup organization to dig deeper, to really understand it. And then how do you use what you've learned to really leverage your ability to be a better leader, to be a better parent, to be better as adding value to others in this world. So it Mm -hmm. helps you really, we call it your gateway to excellence.
0: Okay. Interesting. Now here's a question for you and I, and it just kind of popped into my head right now. So I'm 61 taking the assessment right now. Now, if I had taken the assessment, let's say when I was in my forties, would you say that, would it be the same or would it be slightly different based on my, I guess, life experiences at that time?
1: That's a really good question. I've done it four times. Okay.
0: And are yeah. all the same? And
1: no. Well, yes and no. <laughs> okay. Interesting enough for the fact that they've moved around. My bottom ones still stay. So what I'm saying is my 33, 30 to 34, the lower ones mm-hmm. have basically stayed the same. But my top ones have moved around a little bit. Once you start to learn more about yourself and you're able to leverage them, you actually can strengthen some and you know, when you're know where you put your focus in. So it does change. And life experiences can also have a huge impact on what right. they are. So, yeah, you know, our priorities change and as we learn, as we grow. Right. And so Mm -hmm. they do move around. They do. But the cool thing is who you are, the core of who you are. If you're a strategic thinker, those themes will always show up, you know, or if you're very high in influencing, those are going to show up or relationship building. Right. Or getting things done, executing Mm -hmm. the overall, the core of who Jenny is or the core of who Wendy is or whoever's out there listening, the core of who you are are the core of who you've always been. So it just really, so how you're using your talents changes a little bit, but the core of who you are and how you're wired has always been that way.
0: Interesting. And I think about talent. So Michael Jordan, I guess, famously said, talent alone doesn't win championships. So is that where the strength part of it comes in? So recognizing that, yes, I have a talent to play basketball, for instance, but I need more than that. I need to look at what my strengths are to help me become that basketball player. Is that fair? That's
1: absolutely true. You know, you think about a, a professional athlete, an Olympic athlete, they get better because they're naturally gifted a certain thing. That's why they love the sports that they're in, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're singer, actor, you go with any of those sort of things. But the fact is it takes practice. It takes persistence, yeah, right? And focus in and intentionality. And so that's where working with a coach or somebody such as myself, right? So the fact is to help you really be able to Put intention and focus into where you want to aim the talent, turn it into a strength because you're born with these gifts. It's how you use them and why you want to use them to really leverage your ability to improve and be better. It takes practice. It takes persistence. It just does. And the other thing is too much of a talent is a weakness. Too much of anything is not a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Competition is one of the talents in the 34 Clifton strengths. And the fact is, if you think about, we're just talking about professional athletes, right? So the fact is, if, if somebody's very competitive and always been competitive and uh, they don't like to lose. Right. Well, okay. they become a poor loser. That now is a weakness. Now oh. this, the talent though of, of competition is a great one because it's influencing others to also be number one, to be the best. Hmm. So it's a great talent to have but too much of it can then become a poor loser. So that's a good example to be able to explain one of
0: the talents. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And, you know, it, it's interesting because in one of my previous episodes, I talked about energy, you know, and how i am been told that I'm too much of something. And when I think back now, after taking this assessment, and I realize that, you know, yes, I I am that person who puts myself out there. You know, I am energy. And one of my I guess if I think about my top five and then my top 10, the second highest, I guess, or second highest number is influencing. And so I've always known that I've been that type of person to influence others, but not influencing for the sake of, I want something from you. And so I'm going to make sure I get it. Because for me, it's always been that win win. I'm asking you to do something or to contribute or whatever it is. But I also want you to benefit from that. And I guess part of that is also my strategic thinking, because I think about when I was a fundraising coordinator and I was dealing with volunteers, I would always make sure that my volunteers were fed, that they were looked after, that I thanked them afterwards, because then I, I knew that they would come back. And, and that's, so, yeah.
1: yeah. And that's the thing is knowing how you're using, it's interesting how you put the pieces of the puzzle together now, Hey. Mm-hmm. That one thing I like about this um, assessment is the fact that we're not going to tell you, it doesn't tell you something you don't know. It validates what you've already known. And you're like, oh, and the light bulbs come on to say, oh, I've always done that. You know, we actually do, there's Clifton's strengths, but for little children from 10 to 14, they actually have Strengths Explorer, which is for children. So it's interesting to start to see when people start to show up and who they are. Mm-hmm. But my old, so youngest client is actually 10. Oldest client is that was in the late seventies having wow. light bulb moments. Right. And so he's like, Oh my gosh, I've always been this way since I was a little boy. And when that happens, that's the interesting thing. Cause I'm not here to convince anybody, but what's interesting, a hundred percent of the clients that I've worked with so far have validated the fact that there is truth behind. Mm-hmm. They can identify through their own stories, and that's what I love. I cannot tell you who you are, but you can tell me who you are and Now mm-hmm. I'm just giving the words to use to to explain it the way you just explained how you're using influencing and strategic Now it makes sense to
0: you, but you've always been that way. I've always been that way, and it you talk about talent being something innate it's It's not like you decide one day, "Oh, I think my talent is going to be this. It's like no, we're born with this, and so sometimes I'm driven. It's almost like it's out of my control, the way that I'm doing things and whether I see an opportunity and I go for it. I don't let anything get in my way, which can be a weakness because then I think back on some of the crazy ideas I've had and probably ones that I shouldn't have pursued, but live and learn, right? And and so that's where, for instance, having someone like my husband, you know, or a boss or to say, you know, you might want to take a step back and think about that for a second. And at the time, if I had understood more about why I was, I guess, wired to be that way, I might have thought, yeah, you're right. I need to maybe take a step back, think about it, work out a plan and then realize, okay, you know what? It's not going to work. Give it up. But live and learn. Right.
1: Well, that's the thing. So I use this for organizations, helping organizations go into what we call strength based organizations. And Mm -hmm. that is to your point is the fact that, imagine if you had all your staff, they did this, their strengths, we, they know what their strengths are, but now everyone else knows what their strengths are. So now if there's somebody like you, Jenny, who, you know, as far as you're the eager beaver that wants to get coming up with all those different ideas, right? And that energy behind it, the activator piece of you, we are using a lingo right now, mm-hmm. but strengths is a language. So all of a sudden we start to say, hey, wait a minute, I need I need some ideas. I'm going to brainstorm with Jenny. Yeah right? Because I'm not a person that does that, but I can get the work done. I just don't, you know, those sort of things, right? But I need the brainstorming. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call, I'm going to go into Jenny's office and I'm going to lean into her. Now we become a team. So I use this for team building. So we individually do the strengths, learn about ourselves first, then let's learn about each other. Now let's Mm -hmm. figure out strategically how to leverage it to grow our business, grow our organization. Okay. And that is a deal breaker. It changes everything because now you know what your resource, the people are, what they need, but also what they provide. Because these talents aren't for us. They're what we bring to the world, right? They're how we make the world a better place. How we make our customers better, Mm -hmm. how our clients better, our friends, our family members. It's really what we use to make everyone else. There are tools. So Mm -hmm. once you know how to do that, you can really
0: leverage them. Yeah you know and and i think about all these other personality tests that i've taken you know myers briggs and enneagram mm-hmm. and and they all tell you yes you're this and this and this but they really don't go into a lot of detail you know yes i'm an extrovert yeah well of course i am an extrovert but clifton strengths now on the other hand it's like yes you're an extrovert because here are your talents and this is why you are the way you are and you need to and you you mentioned about owning it right you have to own who you are. I also think about being comfortable in your own skin, recognizing, and and I think I and I had mentioned before we got on this call that uh, when I did my assessment yesterday, I was actually emotional about it. I mean, I I didn't cry, but it was just like, oh wow, you know, it, it just like that aha moment. It's like, yes, yeah, okay, it was validation. It explains so many things about the way I am, and it's all good. It's all good. It's just that's who I am. So owning it, pursuing it, and making it a part of, of who I am is honoring the talents that I was given. Because you're living your purpose, then. Yes. Right yes. now,
1: I'm trained in disc. I'm trained in Myers Briggs. I'm trained in a lot of different psychometric testing. That's what we mm-hmm. call those things. Okay. And out of them all, they all fit very well with Clifton Strength. So if somebody has done, that's great because we can talk about behaviors. We know about personalities all those things that we talk about with the other psychometric testings but yeah. what's cool about it how you show up your behaviors right or your personality but the key thing is with Clifton strengths is that you're able to identify why you behave that way why mm-hmm. your why your personality shows up this way right so it gives you that core and then you can actually bring them together and really use them both to your advantage so if you invest in one this is going to give you the root Mm-hmm. and then you can see the rest of it. So it fits very well. Uh, you did say something that I want to go back to in the fact that, you know, that you felt that emotional piece when you did the assessment. Mm-hmm. One of my clients, I told her I would always use this, but she's the one, I don't know it, she said it herself, but anyway, she did the assessment and she did cry.
0: Oh, wow. And she
1: okay. came into my office, she met with me and she said, I'm finally free to be me. Uh-huh. And she was in her 40s at the time, right? And that's that time when, you know, you're like, you're halfway through your life kind of deal. And, and especially, you know, trying to figure out who you are, mm-hmm. no matter what, who you, what gender you are, doesn't much matter just as a human being who are. Yeah. And she said, oh my gosh, I always thought I was broken. I always thought there was something wrong with me, but this tells me and allows me to be free to be me. And I thought yeah. that is a coined phrase. Does that not make sense now it that does. you've done yours?
0: Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at coffee with Jenny B. Now let's get back to the show. You know, it's, it's interesting. I want to share a story that I had a boss who she wanted me to share some information with the team. And before I could even open my mouth to say anything, And she says, okay, now I don't want any of your stories. I don't want any of your stories. And I was a little taken aback and I'm like, okay, so you just want me to give you the data and the straight facts. So I did that because that's what she's expecting. But I almost felt that she was being critical of the fact that I wanted to do it in my own way. And yes, I know. I'm telling you a story, it's like, oh, so let me tell you. And then I'm giving you like a gazillion details. And I know my, I remember my daughter, there's another story. She was 16, I think, and she wanted to uh, take my car and she says, mom, can I use the car? And I'm talking out loud thinking, well, you know, I don't know. I've got an appointment and I might need the car later. And I'm like sort of rationalizing whether I should give her the car or not. And she said, mom, yes or no. So she's, you know, black and white. Yes or no. If it's no, I'll find another way. If it's yes, give me the car. And so, you know, so, so I know that about myself and sometimes I can't, I don't know how to stop myself.
1: No, that's your communication talent right there. <laughs> you just explain communication. So anybody listening right now, if that sounds like you and what her story just was, that you probably have that talent because the fact is number one is a lot of times people have communication, which is, I think you're number six, right? Number six, yeah, um, I think so, yeah, and that for me it's like number three, so I totally understand. This is not by accident. This is what I do for a living. As I with <laughs> right. You. But here's the thing: is the thing is, um, a lot of times people with communication do talk to themselves. Yeah. I thought there's something wrong with me, but a lot of I'm babbling away to myself. But the fact is, it's the way we're wired. We think better and process thinking through talking out loud. It's the mm-hmm. way we're wired, so it's okay. Just say, hey, listen, I'm just talking it through right now. The storytelling. That's such a talent. Because the fact is we tell a story with everything, it's a story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's also where it can become your weakness. Because not everyone wants to know the story, nor do they need it. (laughs) I had a boss who used to say, Wendy, filter, filter, filter. Oh my (laughs) God. The fact is that we have to understand our audience. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it can they'll tune us out because we're to babbling on and they don't care. So it's learning your audience and understanding. The nice thing is about knowing your talents are that we don't get as hurt. Now yeah. we're saying, Oh, you know, that's me. I always babble on about a story. Sorry about that. I guess you just want the details. So now all of a sudden you can start to identify when the talent is going to get in your way.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the other gift is you can start to say, okay, this is somebody I know they're direct to the point. They just want the top facts. Yep. Go back. Right. Yeah. So you dial up and dial out when your talents, once you start to do that, you'll show up better and more confident and you won't be as hurt.
0: That's true, and also people will want to engage with you, knowing that oh, here comes Jenny; she's going to tell another story. Versus, you know, hey, here's—I just want to give you this information, and you know, if you have time to chat, let's go chat about it later. Perfect. But yeah, I know, and especially and it's so funny because, and I'm sure you're like this too. When I get an idea for something, it's like, oh, I'm just like, you know, like I'm so passionate, and it's just like I—I I, I talk a mile a minute, like, Brr, you know, and I, I can't wait to get the words out and. And I'm already like, you know, I'm thinking already, I've I've got this picture of how it's going to look and how it's going to turn out. And I've got like, I've got the whole thing in my mind already. You know, when yeah. I used to be an event planner, I would put together the pieces and they call it, you know, big picture thinking, mm-hmm. you know, but I would already envision. It's like, there was a picture in my mind of how it was going to turn out and how it was going to look. That's a- I could to like, that's where the driven part comes in is I would do whatever I took to make sure that that vision came through.
1: I love the words that you're using are really good examples of your ideation talent, which coming up with ideas, the futuristic, the vision piece to it. Like, so once you start to learn the language a little bit more, because Clifton Strengths is a language.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you start to learn it, you can hear it in other people, right? And so yeah. that in itself helps you identify, we call it strength spotting, without them having to do the assessment. We can alter or honor them by saying, mm-hmm. I love the fact that you see a big picture. You have the vision. Here's the kicker to that, though. So the ability is you have the vision. You can see the vision.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's clear to you. The people around you may not, yeah. but it doesn't matter because you have the vision. So you know what? We're soldiers. We'll follow you because we're <laughs> buying into the vision that you've got. We don't need to know the vision. We just trust you. That's where building relationships yeah. and trust with somebody knowing that, you know, I've got an idea and that brainstorming. That's why in businesses, this works really well. Cause you know mm-hmm. what? Jenny's got an idea. Let's let, hear her out. Yeah. Instead of sitting in a room going, oh, there goes Jenny, mm-hmm. another idea. Now we're like, you know what? Jenny's got an idea. Let's brainstorm with her cause she's got vision. And so mm-hmm. we need that right now at the table. Yeah. So that's a good example where it actually, you're shining. And when you're in where you're using your top five talents or any of your talents, mm-hmm. That is like a good cup of coffee. Oh,
0: that's like, yeah.
1: you know, I mean, I know this is coffee with Jenny. So the fact is that's like, you know, when you have the best cup of coffee, like oh, it's yeah. just like, it's that, that is that feeling or, or whatever it is that you like to put in your coffee, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that is the same as when you finished your day or you've been just in the thing where you you've used your talent.
0: Yeah.
1: There's just that satisfaction. Cause you know why? Because you're living the purpose you were designed to be. You're you know you, your
0: true self. I love that um, analogy to a good cup of coffee because you're right. <laughs> it When you get that really good cup, and for me, when I take that first sip, and it just kind of sits there in your chest, right? And it's like this warmth. And it's just like you involuntarily do this like, <gasps> right? There's just this feeling of satisfaction and just this feeling of contentment, knowing that you're exactly where you need to be. And yeah, that that's a great, great analogy about talking about that really good cup of coffee.
1: What I will say, and just some advice to anybody that's feeling stuck, if you're feeling stuck or you keep ending up at these dead ends constantly and you're wondering why, and you're just in a funk, 10 to 1, you're not living in your talents right then. Like there's oh. something. So this is where you look at your talents and you're like, okay, what is not getting fed? Mm-hmm. Right. Because our talents need, I always say the my Wendy way we of saying it, but need to be fed. In other words, you need the opportunity to use them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when we're not, it's you're not being who you are. Or you're being asked to be someone you're not. Yeah. Like you said about toning yours down, right? It's like dimming your light. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not cool. Because now you're not doing what you're born to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you're bumping
0: or you're feeling like you're just not where you're meant to be, ten to one, you're not. I actually want to comment on that for a little bit because you had us do an exercise where you said, I want you to come up with one hundred yeah. good things and it was one hundred things that you were good at. Was is, yeah. is is that correct? Okay. That's correct. So people are feeling stuck and not sure where they should go forward and maybe they're not able to take the Clifton Strengths assessment. Would it be a good idea for them to sit down and write down, and I know it's hard to get to 100. I mean, the first 25 for me were pretty easy. And then after it's like, oh, okay, what else can I say? You know, and then you're like, okay, I make really good cookies or, (laughs) you know, but would that be a really good exercise for people to do if they're feeling that feeling of being stuck or in a funk?
1: Absolutely. That one there actually helps change your mindset. Okay. It's super easy. If I said to you, you know, give me a hundred things that you're not good at, that you fail at, you could do that probably way faster than yeah. what are you good at, right? And that I find that that when I teach a lot of times, so doing that one first helps you see yourself a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But if you went back and looked, there'll be some common themes in the things that you do. The other thing is look back when life was great. What are those successes that you've had? And then look at them and say, Why? Why did I enjoy this so much? Okay. You know, why? Like for me, I'm a professional speaker, right? Why have I always loved pouring into people and being on a stage never scared me? Mm-hmm. Well, now I find out, you know why? Now that I've done the strengths, I, I have communication. That's one mm-hmm. of the things it. why was that the best day ever? Okay. Best day ever. What was it? What are the things that you did? What were you involved in? Mm. Right. And that actually can help you. Why I love whiteboarding. I've always been a crazy nut for whiteboarding. I love brainstorming. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm a strategic thinker, right? And yep. communication, I'm up on my feet and I'm talking things through. Perfect place for Wendy. So looking back and say, okay, looking at those things can really help you discover the things that you naturally, where you want to be and the things you really should be doing. Some people love numbers, yeah. love analytical stuff, right? Like love numbers and, and the black and white of world or red and black, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. That's the thing because you know why? That's
0: their sweet spot. Maybe yeah. don't like to put on people. Yeah. Right. But I mean, the, their strength is that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And, and mine is actually the bottom analytical because I mean, if I have to, if I have to work with an Excel spreadsheet or data, like I will do it. But oh my goodness, I am like bored out of my head because, yeah. you know, and for me, I I'm a people person. I love interacting with people. I love just, Getting out there and letting me shine. And, you know, I talk about the human behavior, you know, so there's, um, or human design, I should say, where I'm a generator. I'm, I generate energy and also understanding that, but also understanding, as you say, learning how to not tone it down, but learning how to do it so that I'm not overwhelming someone. Because I've literally had people back away. It's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and it's like, hey, you know, it's just me, <laughs> but. I can, in my own mind, I think I sometimes I I can be a little too much. And now that I recognize, you know, that is part of who I am, I I can learn how to deal with it. And
1: yeah, and what will happen is I'm very high energy, especially in the morning. I'm very Mm -hmm. high energy. So I teach a lot. I do a lot of trainings, facilitations. And if I have a morning class to what you're talking about, I will stand up in front of the classroom and I'll say, okay, here's the thing. How many of you are not morning people? And people put their hands out and say, okay, here's the thing. I gotta tell you, I am. So I'm apologizing right now, so that you know I'm gonna drive you crazy. The coffee, right? And so I preface it. And the fact is, because if I tone it down, I won't be authentic.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: own it, and they always laugh. And but now yeah. they know, okay? And so the fact is, owning your space in my business. I have embraced inspired elite. I strongly, and those are my pillars that I build my business around. Yeah. Embrace who you are, what you are and where you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, so you can understand and really embrace that because when you do and you accept who you are and you're okay with it yep. in all its uglies do, in the fact of saying, that's just who I am, that gets you inspired to move forward. Mm-hmm. When you get inspired, you want to learn more. You want to grow. You want to try things, right? Yeah. That fits you. When that happens, that's when you start to lead yourself. And when you lead yourself, you begin to lead others because others want to follow you. Mm -hmm. So those are the three steps that I always say. But you got to start with you first, right? Because you can't lead others if you can't lead yourself. So learn to discover who you are and embrace it. And and you know what? There's only one you.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we leave off, I do want to ask about your book, you know, so rip off that band-aid, have that tough conversation. How did that come about?
1: That one, actually, I worked for the last 12 years in the construction industry, and I work with a lot of frontline supervisors for though on job sites and things like that. And they Mm -hmm. always struggled in other industries as well. But really, that's where it was born to have that tough conversation. They'd ignore it. They'd put it off and always complain about the people, but they wouldn't deal with the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's always something I'm good at. I can address it. HR is, is you know, human resources has always been my, one of my sweet spots. So they kept saying, can you put it into a book, Wendy? So I did. <laughs> I didn't know. I was ever... <laughs> I, I've i never wrote a book, but I hired a book coach. to hold my feet to the fire to get it done. Mm-hmm. Got it into print. And now I actually teach a course with it oh, that's um, to be able to help people be able to know how to have those conversations. And so it's tried and true because it's practical. 'Cause mm-hmm. in, in trades, you want you know, they gotta they don't have time to sit and just read a book. Let's make yeah. it practical so we could use that. So I made it very practical. And the stories in the book are all true. Every time one of the supervisors would have a challenge, I'm going, You're going in my book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all real. You know, I, I love it. And I was happy that you gave me a copy of your book because, you know, back to Clifton Strengths for a second, I scored, I guess the none of the top ten, I'm gonna say top ten had anything to do with relationship building. And not that that's a bad thing, but that just signals to me that I have trouble sometimes with those tough conversations. You know, it's like, uh, I I think I should say something, but you know, I'm not, it's not that I'm afraid of confrontation because I can deal with it, but I'm, I don't even know what's holding me back. So I think I'm going to have to read your book and and learn more about, you know, perhaps why, I don't do as well in relationship building, which is interesting, because I'm all about positivity. So I don't know, I can't figure you that out. You
1: do form relationships, you just do it through influencing. So the fact is, it's not just about the relationship, you want to help others be better. Yeah. So you form relationships, you just do it differently than those that have a stronger relationship building. But your positivity, which is your number two in talents, right? When we talk about the language and the fact is, positivity likes to see the, the brighter side of things, the positive side of things, right? Like that's mm-hmm. one of the sweet spots. You were able to see a situation right. and see what's positive in that light. Well, a tough conversation could you, if you looked at it differently and it's just another conversation, it'd be a lot easier for you. So it's le- learning how to use that to say, okay, this is a conversation. This has to be tough. How could I use it? Just have it as a normal conversation. And so the book would help you because okay. it lays out what I call the pen, the three step right? Prepare, execute, need to follow up. So the Mm -hmm. preparation piece that you're able to say, okay, what's the positive if I do this? Right. And never be harder for you again.
0: Okay. Well, that's really good advice, especially for some of us who struggle with having that really tough conversation. And maybe because we've made it tough in our own minds, it doesn't necessarily have to be tough. So that's why it's like, just rip off the band-aids. Like, okay, (laughs) this is what I need to tell you. (laughs) Get or done. You know, because beating around the bush. Oh, and I don't like it when people beat around the bush for me. So I I don't want to do that anymore. I just like, just give it to them straight. Yeah, and the other thing is a lot of times we know we have to have this conversation. Or we want to have
1: it and it sits in our brain. We lose sleep on it, oh. get sick to our stomach. It's more stress on us than just getting
0: it done. Yeah, just get right? it done. And most times it
1: it's never as bad as
0: what we have in our head. Oh, I know. I know. We just, I think, and you know, to your point, I think we need to get out of our head and just like, you know, get it done. done. Yeah. (laughs) Better done than perfect. That's true. That's true. I love that. Before we finish off, I do want to mention that I really enjoy having coffee with you, sitting down. And because we, we find that we're very much alike and I really enjoy just sitting there and you know what, hours can go by and we're still like gabbing and, and enjoying our coffee. And so I love that we also have that connection together, which is, which is wonderful.
1: I love that. Yeah. It's, you know, that's the thing about going for coffee with somebody, right? If you have that luxury to be able to do that and sit down across the table from somebody mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting how coffee, just a simple coffee can really yeah. pull people together. And, and, you know, we didn't know each other. I mean, we saw each other on it, but not to sit down. And it was just like, we always knew each other. Yeah. And it was so nice as a person, human being to a human being mm-hmm. to get to know each other a little bit more. And that is how we form relationships. And you know. Yeah. What I had heard from somebody before was the fact that when we're spending time with people, it's fostering how we feel about ourselves. And it's just making those connections. As humans, we need them. So I love the fact that we had that opportunity.
0: And the fact that, again, you know, Winnipeg is such a small, small town or a small world or whatever, that we had so much, so many people in common, people that (laughs) I connected with just out of the blue. And now they're connected with you, so I think it—it it was meant to be that the universe brought us together for a reason. That's it. And here we are, which is, I think, is amazing. So yeah,
1: thank you again for the opportunity to sit and spend some time with and on your podcast. I'm honored. Oh,
0: oh you know what? No, I—I'm the honored one. I—I just—I learn so much from you every single time that we have these conversations. That we have that connection and getting together for coffee. I mean, there's no planned. I mean. Aside from me asking a few questions now, none of this was really planned. It's just we're having a conversation. Yep. So thank you so much for being here, Wendy. You bet. Thank you. You're welcome. So until next time, think about the talents that you have. Think about all the wonderful things that come so naturally to you. And consider taking the Clifton Strengths Assessment with Wendy. I know that it will make a big difference in your life. As it's made in mine. You can contact Wendy at WendyHofford.com. That's Hofford as H O F F O R D, WendyHofford.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure.
1: The journey will come to you.